What's up everybody, it's Jeffrey Lyles, welcoming you to another edition of Lyles Movie Files. Joining me as always is little brother Jace. We had lots of turkey, although not together this Thanksgiving. How's everything on your end? Doing good. Still need to get rid of the holiday pounds, but I'm all right. I'm good. Yes. I got sick, so I got rid of them a different way. Yeah. I'm good. No brain not no. so good. But so far, The Flash has not made me question why I'm watching the show. I'm happy about that. Armageddon has definitely felt like a major, serious bait and switch. We're going to put all these heroes together. Well, actually, they're just going to be on one episode at a time. And Flash is going to interact with them for about 20% of that episode. The rest of it is going to feel like a Flash episode. And you should be happy with that. And so far, we've had Adam show up the first episode. That was great. I feel like Brandon Roth needs to be in something. Preferably not Legends, because Legends is basically unrecognizable at this point. And episode two of this crossover had Super Alex, but she was just on a video screen, so she really got shafted on the cameo episode. Then episode three, we got the guy who I was very much looking forward to see as a part of this, Black Lightning. So this third episode that came on, I feel like the writers still have no clue what they're doing with Despero. He's either a super bad villain who's killing or doesn't care about killing, or he wants to preserve the honor of his people and save the world before Flash ruins everything. Uh, maybe? I guess that's the best answer I got. Um, I was glad. I mean, I don't actually think it was so much a beta switch because how the third episode went, they had all of the characters. I mean, all the people who were supposed to be in the crossover show up, and then they're kind of going to expand their role as it goes on in episode four and five. And they also made it. So I don't know if you watched the last season of Black Lightning, but I think that was more of Cress Williams than I saw in a whole episode of Black Lightning last year. <laughs> No, I was cool with that. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was a thunder and lightning show, but I mean, they obviously were like, oh yeah, he's, he's the actual star, supposedly star of the show. We named cool. the show after him. I guess we should pop up every so often. I was really happy to see him because he's really good. And I feel like this was the first time we've seen them actually make use of characters whose shows are being canceled and bring them into the fold. It was really cool just seeing him in his outfit and then, you know, we'll, we'll save the whole Black Lightning Flash arc for the end because that was definitely the best part. But mm. I think they did some really interesting things. We're having Cecile and Irish clash about Joe's maybe not so death. And I really, really want to get sucked into the drama because I felt like Danielle Nicolette and Candace Patton really acted that scene so strongly it was like oh man it's great it's emotional but i'm like you guys would never kill off a character as important as joe and be like oh yeah that happened six months ago i'm like eh. and but then, that's like a really kind of comic book thing to do like if you if you know a new writer picks up and then you see like kind of oh okay what happened and then we tell the story even it's like we don't know if it could happen especially as a character as big as joe for the show you're like I mean, he was out of the season last year, and they kind of are losing original cast members. So maybe they do a storyline to kind of write off Joe kind of as a homage. But 
We don't think so. So we're kind of like trepidatious. Like, will they be back? They could do that uh-huh. if this was season three or four of The Flash, where they haven't had so much of a foundation laid on how they kill off characters. This season eight. And we know they could not do something like that without a twist or ha, I got you. And I feel like they're really being committed to the ha, we got you. And I, I think longtime Flash viewers are like, yeah, Joe's not dead. So let's get to the point of that. But I'm playing along with them because it's like, okay, at least you're not doing something that's just so insultingly stupid. Like every, how everything's playing out is competent enough that I'm willing to go along with it, even though I have no suspense that Joe's actually dead. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, you get that scene between uh, Iris and Cecile, like them actually at odds with each other. That was actually really good. So it's like, it, you kind you, you bought into it for the short story. It was like, yeah, your mind is telling you Joe's not dead, but like, at least the actors are performing it like he's dead. So yeah. it's like, all right. And that was what actually really got for me. I was like, okay, cool. Like, y'all, y'all brought it on that scene. Like, good job. Yeah. Now, so we get them split up. Allegra goes with Iris, and that makes sense. And then the C squad of Chester, Cecile, and Caitlin. I was like, what is this? And then he's like, oh, you want me to do Cerebro? I'm like, stop it. Stop it. You guys have things in your own universe. Reference them, not the Marvel stuff. This That would be like, you know... AEW always mentioned in WWE or maybe it's the other way around because AEW is better than WWE so it'd be like WWE always referencing AEW I mean like wouldn't you say like that's like you know you want me to pull an oracle I mean that would have been the easier way to go absolutely I mean there's things in the DC universe that would actually work and make sense who you think yeah, I'm- bro- you, want me to be, you want me to be brother eye like kind of even want- thrown out like you might even want brother eyes like season 10 Flash, like just in case. You want me to pull a Mister Terrific? Whoa, whoa, Jeff, come on, come on. Sorry, There's, sorry. I did. I, I, I deliberately didn't say Felicity. I don't know if you caught that. Okay. Yeah, I, I, yeah. So Chester's big idea was to find this powered-up gadget, and but first Cecile has to recruit the top, and I feel like the actress playing the top thought she was in a totally, totally different thing. Like <laughs> I was really confused with her performance and i was watching the show with my wife on the couch right next to me and i swear the scene when they were strapped up to that device hooked up to their necks that if she walked in i was gonna have a really like uh i don't know look at my face like just look at the screen honest it's it's all it's all on board but yeah this is this is a bad sound so yeah it was really good. Yeah. I wish someone at Creative Control over there was like, maybe we should do this a different way. I'm thinking a lot of that was in that part was like, uh, anyone want to say anything? Just let it ride. We okay. No one will say anything. Give up your emotions, Cecile. Do it. Oh, oh, oh. I'm like, um, hey guys. Uh, uh, <laughs> don't mind me. Just, just here to potentially raise a question that this quality control hello yeah (laughs) are we it was funny but also the chester part where his grandma's tv had rabbit ears and it was funny the line what's that are those rabbit ears and then he was like yeah my grandma needs to get home at seven 
to watch her soaps. And I'm like, what? What? No soaps on at seven. There's no soaps on at uh, seven. Also, you, you can't use rabbit ears on any TV. And you should, are supposed to be so smart. You can do all this without rabbit ears. So why are there rabbit ears in 2020? And none of these people are actually old enough to actually know what rabbit ears are. They're they supposed to be in their 20s, 30s. They don't, they've never seen rabbit ears. They should not. I thought that was really... That, that was just a, a comical scene on so many levels. But the soap operas at seven were, was, was what really got me because we watched soap operas with our grandma and there was nothing at seven. It was Wheel of Fortune time in Jeopardy. I mean, I mean you get it like, at seven o'clock, you get the TV or soap network version of uh, soap operas and you don't have ra- those in rabbit ears. So. Yeah, so it, it was weird. It's like, are rabbit ears really the best way to channel anything? I mean, I kind of feel like they were barely able to get in stations, regular networks, and this is the way to channel to see where Flash is. And why yeah. didn't anybody just go, hey, maybe this is the Hall of Justice? I mean, that would have been the second place to go. He's not at Star Lab, so he actually owns that place, which should have technically been a place that the whatever reason he was under suspicion should have gone and seized already because he's the owner of that place, but... We'll just ignore that part because we've never really established where the Hall of Justice is, so that's fine. I did... Let me me go back here with Iris first before we go on to the cool part. So Iris and Allegra are investigating this train accident where it looks like some video footage has been deleted very sloppily and... And I thought this storyline was interesting, although six months later, I feel like Iris would have watched this at some point before six months. Just you know, I just, I actually disagree because it's like you want to see, I mean, like, especially that kind of tragedy. It's like your dad getting run over by a train. I don't think I want to see that. I mean, like, I'll be like, if it happened, I'll believe it. Like, I'm not, I don't need to investigate unless somebody tells me, hey, something shady may have happened. I thought Kramer did say that. No, Kramer was like, man, we're good. Move it on. Flash her That's under arrest. That's how she asshole. got the, the flash drive, right? Yeah, I wasn't paying that much attention to Kramer, oh, okay. honestly. I mean, Kramer would have been like, hey, something's up. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm giving her a pass because there are things that's like, eh, but it's, it's okay enough that I'm not like nitpicking everything like I would like last season. So Iris is starting to see some energy trails. Allegra can't see it, but... but through the magic of Allegra's superpower, she's like, hey, look, there's a camera. And I bet it was recorded. <laughs> See, it sounds like you're nitpicking. <laughs> you're not supposed to be nitpicking, but it sounds like you're nitpicking. I, it does. Because <laughs> really I'm pretty sure your review doesn't say you're nitpicking like this, but you're nitpicking. That was just funny, because I always feel like they try so hard to give Allegra something to do, and it's just like, could hey, man, she had figure... flashing eyes and, and, you know... I just wanted her to see the audio, I mean, the video trail of the, the stuff going. I mean, that would have been useful. Her seeing, hey, hey look, there's a camera. Iris was like, uh, yeah, dude, my eyes work, too. I see that little orb. It's right there. It's right there. I mean, honestly, I thought it's Allegra leveled up. I mean, she would have figured out everything. Hey, listen, they asked, I did a level up count last last night, zero. I was so I know. I was like, yes, you guys managed to do it. I think somebody at the writing room lost a bet. Can we write a script without saying leveled up? Especially with Flash. I'm like, come on. You know you want to say level up. Come on, do it, do it. It's <laughs> a was... shot bet. Come on. No, man. When Cecile in the top of talk, I was like, here it is. Here it comes. Cecile, <laughs> Cecile, your powers have improved so much. Come on. Do uh-huh, it, do it, uh-huh. do it. 
Yeah, no, they, they held out. So we didn't get that. And Despero was wild. He was on the loose. And the third eye is just like, and I really thought that if the top was a dude, Despero would have killed the top. Especially when top was like, hey, big boy, I will give you the information where Flash is and we can go kill him together. And then Cecile and everybody's like, oh, no, she's almost dead. Let's help her. Maybe not. Again, we've 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 killed enough rogues, so probably don't need to man or woman. I think that was probably more of what it was. And you know, maybe again at the end of the season, we'll come up with a new rogues of all the leftovers and you know make something. Maybe they'll come up with new versions of the rogues. <laughs> so now we figured out. Iris hollered at her boy, her boy, her son the still force Dion to tap in and see what's going on with the temple force. I actually like this because it actually tied into something where a character like Dion would make sense. And, you know, they didn't bring in everybody just to be like, Hey, here's the whole rest of the game. But that was a good use. I'm not going to revisit this season just for that foolishness, but I like that they brought him back and in a time that made a lot of sense. So then she sees that there was some evidence that somebody had messed with the timeline, screwed things up. We know it's not Barry. And so I'm like, uh, okay, okay. Uh, and we'll get to it. My reason why I was kind of hesitant about this, even though it made perfect sense. So Barry goes to Black Lightning and throws out the buzzword injustice. And I'm like, oh, okay. And this is in case somebody goes haywire, somebody goes out of control, one member takes the other out. And Black Lightning is Flash's responsibility. They name drop Kara, Sarah, and John as the ones that came up with this injustice plan. They didn't mention Clark. But, I, you know, you see here in the picture, his Superman S is still in the chair, which means either somebody forgot to take it out or he is really still part of this Justice League, even though we're never going to see him again. And they didn't mention Batwoman, which was fine because she has no powers, so anybody could take her out. And it casually fixes the continuity issue of Batwoman being, or Batwoman being Kate Kane when they formed this. I personally was very excited when they mentioned, oh yeah, we came up with this injustice plan when we tangled with Faust. I'm like, man, you know what I would pay to see on HBO Max? These guys, when all their shows get canceled, doing a straight up Justice League show. Because we had the jokey jokey, haha, we don't care about time stream, Legends team. But man, I would love to see Superman, even Supergirl, Martian Manhunter, Black Lightning Flash, some arrow or some other teaming up doing yeah. the thing 2049. I'd much rather see him than Mia because eh, this way we don't have to worry about pesky Mia continuity issues, even though they yeah. seem like they fixed it. But I love the whole exchange with Barry and Jefferson and those two match up really well. We saw that in the crisis crossover, how well suited they are as a team and Barry's going frantic. He's going wild. I can't, I can't figure out what's going on. They start fighting because superheroes always have to fight when they're teaming up. And Black Lightning was like, dude, what are you doing? Trying to throw lightning bolts at me. I was like, yes, that was great. 
So he caught it through a back. That was cool. And then Barry suckered him into taking him around the room really fast. They knock over the Green Arrow trophy case. And that snaps Barry out of it. That was really well done because we hadn't seen anything like that before. And they haven't done the whole pulling on the heartstrings of Barry with Oliver too much. So it wasn't this case of, oh boy, they're going back to this well. It was like, oh man, it really had meaning. Then Jefferson showed that he could relate as well uh, with Henderson. So that was good stuff. And then Despero comes out, I don't care about your truths. I'm killing you. And then Black Lightning's like, dude, you have a third eye. That was awesome. Despero is so lame. <laughs> he can stop by the smallest things. And, and he just zaps him in the third eye. And, and he's just stuck for so long. Dion and Iris come through. Hey, Barry, there's actually something going on in the time stream. Go to the future and figure out what's happening. What do you think about this whole deal with Black Lightning? I, I mean, I I, is I, I I said this, like, even after watching Black Lightning's last season, it was like, he was not utilized in his own show. And then he comes in for basically five minutes to 10 minutes of flash. And you're like, damn, I really wish they had actually made a show about this dude. I mean, he had some, you know, actual stuff to do. I mean, I was expecting, you know, after he got there, but thunder and lightning be like, hey, calm, calm down, dad. We got this one. It, it, it was like, okay, this is, this dude actually should be on the justice league versus his daughters who took over, you know, whatever city I forgot he was from Freeland. Okay, canceled city, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was it once again showed you like he's a good character to keep around, and if even if y'all want to have like more shows with him actually in there helping out Flash, okay with that too. And they really could make a Justice League show, you know, paired up with Flash, where he doesn't have to be a main member. There's enough cast off members from other shows that they could easily do it. They could do Martian Manhunter, Supergirl, Black Lightning, Vixen, Adam, um, who else? Okay. Well, let me, let me say this. Mr. If you watched the last season of Supergirl, which I, you know, I, I know you're smart enough not to do, you can see why they don't want to do that. But also you could do what it's like a low, I mean, not having the super bad budget of uh, Supergirl. But actually having it, so it's like it's actually a fun show. And Martian Manhunter does his I sit in the Watchtower kind of deal and Flash and you know, and take out some of the Allegra Zertek um, and just have them actually be this team citizen class and kind of running how you remember the, the Batman animated show where the last seasons were it went from yeah, just straight Batman and then it went to a Justice League show. I yeah. think they could probably do that once. They know they're like, all right, season 10 is going to be our last season of Flash. Let's do a Justice League, wrap it up. I, I feel like they really could just do a whole different, like put it on HBO Max because they need more DC shows and give it like a Stargirl Titans budget and they'd be fine. There's so many of those really good CW stars because put Spartan on the team. There's enough that they could have like a rotating cast of uh, Justice League members. And it would be just fine. So I really want to see that because it's good enough. And I think it would be a lot of fun to see. All right. So let's move on to another bit of news. But before we go and do that, let's bring in the main man himself. What's up, Chief? How you doing, man? Great. I'm great, man. Great. It's good to see you all. You know, 
been a while. Thanks for having me back. I mean, you're always welcome. You're part of the team. I mean, it's not like some deal. We had to renew your contract for December 2021 and a brief extension before we really put it up for renegotiations in 2022. Well, there was a point I hadn't been in church so long. I had to knock to get in. So I figured that, uh, (laughs) you know what I mean? It was pretty much, you know, I was making sure I was still welcome here at the uh, Lyle's Movie Files podcast. And then uh, it's wonderful that I am. Thank you. Absolutely. So someone else who's still very much welcome in the MCU is Colby Smulders. And she will be returning to the Disney Plus show Secret Invasion starring Samuel L. Jackson. Scroll Invasion coming to the MCU. This is going to be a lot of fun. It's nice to see that Maria Hill is going to be in on the action teaming up with Nick Fury to find out what's going on with all these scrolls. How excited are you about this development, Chief? Uh, so is that's kind of like a, a continuation sort of of the Spider-Man movie? Yeah, so right? yeah, yeah. Well, continuation of that and Captain Marvel. So, you know, we okay. saw the yeah. scrolls, so- they were good guys, but Secret Invasion, I would assume, is going to show that the Skrulls are not all good guys, and some have been infiltrating the MCU. Mm, how dare they? Uh, well, you know, it's uh, it's always good to see uh, my man Samuel L. Jackson, man. Uh, you know, I mean, damn, Sam, Sam's in his 70s now, isn't he? Son, son, <laughs> he's getting a steady paycheck yeah. from Marvel. I mean, my his, man, uh, his agent was like, dude, and he was like, yeah, yeah, we're on it. Yeah, you know, so listen, anything with Samuel L. Jackson, I'm fine, man, and definitely anything with Kobe. So, uh, yeah, I'm in. I'm, you know, if, hell, we're Marvel, we're Marvel fanboys. We're not ashamed. So, uh, I will be, you know, I will be in attendance for this one, you know. Yeah. Um, you have to. You have to continue the story. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm looking forward to, to pretty much, uh, uh, you know, anything they're doing right now um i need content so yeah i don't don't want to spoil it for jace but this third episode of hawkeye was incredible and hawkeye has been everything that i wanted from this show and they have really knocked it out so far and i just feel like Disney Marvel Studios has this perfect partnership whether they're on tv whether they're on the movies it's just killing. They just keep delivering. As long as they, you know, if they had just put the, uh, what was it, the Eternals onto Disney Plus instead of a movie, they'd have been really happy. Yeah. Yeah. I think really that was the thing with the Eternals. Like, if they just put it on a series and let it play out for six episodes, that would have worked a lot better. But yeah. So Kobe's there. Who else is there? Anybody else that you want to see pop up in Secret Invasion? Maybe as a scroll, maybe as a surprise guest star. It shouldn't be a lot of Captain Marvel, girls. right? Huh? We got to see Captain Marvel. The appearance from Captain Marvel at some point would be nice. He was supposed to be protecting the squirrels, right? I think uh, that's why she flew off to uh, find him a new homeworld and look after him. Yeah, but that was in between. That was like the decade in between, or I guess almost two decades. Yeah, after from the 90s to 2012 when the Avengers popped up and then an Infinity War, which I guess was actually set in 2019 for them. Yeah, but I'm sure that she's 20 years. You made some friendships. 
I don't know. We didn't necessarily get this the sense that she's come back to Earth. Because Nick still had the old school pager to hit her up. So I wasn't guessing that she was coming through getting the hot dogs and so forth. And well, I mean, I'm, but this is this is this is current, right? Current day, right? Or is this set? Secret Invasion is set in the current day, but Captain Marvel hasn't really come back to Earth since Endgame and Infinity War post uh, blip. So, how far is this from the blip? We all know. We could assume, like you know, you know, same deal, like around that Spider-Man time frame. So. So year two then. Yeah, maybe year two, three, whatever. She, she may be in the area then. Could be a surprise visit. Could be a surprise visit by her. Could. She could be in the area. It could, but you know, she's working on it on the old movie, The Marvels, that's coming out soon too. Twenty twenty. Is, is it, oh, she about to drop something then? Yeah, twenty twenty three. Which I guess in another thirty days won't won't feel so bad. Oh man, twenty twenty three. But right now, it still seems like a long way away. It's gonna seem like a long way away in January too. It, it probably. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, but uh, I wonder what they're going to do with her. How they're going to, you know, she was even in, her, you know, she was just so damn powerful. It's almost like uh, what stops her? I mean, she when she flew through Ronin's ship, um, what was that? Uh, she kind of reminded me of the 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 Matrix at the end when he cracked Smith, the first one, cracked Smith. Yeah. And then he looked up at him, and the other two agents ran off. Yeah. She kind of made that move to Ronan. Yeah. And he flew off, and I was like, yo, she's really, really powerful. Like, I didn't realize she was going to be, you know what I mean? And then, of course, with the end game, she, you know, she kind of went up at Thanos. She, she, he swung something at her, and she caught it, or she punched him, and he caught, she caught his fist. He caught him, and he was about to punch her. He headbutted her. She's like, doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. And you know what's, what's going to actually, what's going to, kind of bring her down is going to be rogue. Mm. That's what's probably going to get her like, so she's not super, super duper. It's like we bring in rogue and we start the X-Men and kind of go from there. Yeah, that could be cool. Um, Cause I, I was like, yo, if you threw Thanos, Thanos through a ship, uh, non-powered, that probably hurt Thanos. So I was like, yo, she's kind of really, yeah. So they're going to have to depower in some sense. Um, to 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 you know, I think in this storyline, she's gonna have to she's gonna have to go, you know, take it down about uh seventy five percent, sixty seals. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you don't really have out. to introduce new villains that are even more powerful than Thanos, and then you keep running into a problem. Well, if it took all the Avengers and the Guardians to stop him, how this how are they gonna beat this new threat? And they just can't be like everybody attack him. It has to be something strategic, but. You know, Kang is probably one of those options for that villain, and he could do a lot of that stuff. It'll be very interesting to see where they go with that because the face of the MCU is changing. New Captain America, new Black Panther. Uh, Oh, girl, taking over the Black Panther? Siri? Siri? It definitely seems like that now because they were shooting World of Wakanda, then they had to take a hiatus because of Letitia Wright's injuries and that would lead me to suspect that they're setting up the storyline for her to take over the reins mm. <laughs> not too excited not at all <laughs> I, you know i don't Apology, know chief they're, they're 
your poker face is amazing as always. I, you know, I don't want to. Um, you don't want to offend our, our viewership, but well, you, you know, not really. I mean, I, I, I offend them all the time. They're you know, chiefy bastard. Um, but I just you know, uh, I don't know. I, I just want it to be good, man. You know, um, and not saying that you know she can't take the lead, but I. I just, you know, I just wanted this movie. I don't, I don't want another 1984. You know what I mean? Like uh, the Black Panther, the first one was epic, and then you know, and granted, uh, you know, my man, he's gone. And so, you know, I just, I, you know, like I said, I was just hoping that I was just hoping that it's good, man. Um, the. Uh, I just I don't you know I don't I don't want a DC mess up in this and uh, you know Black Panther was like you know fool fubu forced bias you know what I mean? I'm with you. I know there's that concern because it was like so great and so epic, and it's just don't mess it up. And losing the lead definitely seems to set up a huge potential to mess it up. But everybody's still involved in it. Outside of, of course, Chadwick. So the hope is they just keep it going. There's comic book basis for her taking over the reins as Black Panther. They're definitely not shortchanging Black characters in the MCU. Although Black Panther is like my favorite. So it's going to be like, ah, it sucks to not see him in the role and somebody fill in T'Challa's spot. But yeah, this this is it's what it is due to circumstances out of anyone's control. So Chadwick mm, was a huge loss, bro. Absolutely. So here is something else that I am very curious to get your take on. But first, Red Notice is the number one movie of all time in terms of viewership on Netflix. And just by the amount of original content on Netflix, I find that so fascinating. It beat out Bird Box, which has been the number one you know basically since it debuted but red notice is i want to say netflix first absolutely unapologetic summer blockbuster film like it was catered to the summer audience crowd who's expecting a blockbuster i felt like it delivered it wasn't the best movie ever but it was good because of the cast and i was like yeah i can see this having sequels and with this viewership, that's going to be huge. So what does this mean going forward for Netflix with what they do? And if we're just going to see them go, listen, we don't care about Hollywood. We're going to reach out to everybody. They got a movie with Meryl Streep, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, and some guy named Jonah Hill coming out. So those are big names. This is... I think this is where we start seeing Netflix start going more of a less niche movie world and going straight for, yeah, we're going to come for those blockbuster properties. What do you guys think? But let's, let's introduce Jay King to the mix. Uh, what do I think about that, man? Um, I watched the, um, what was the name of that turd that Melissa McCarthy and, uh, Octavia Spencer did for Netflix. And I didn't, I didn't watch it. It was on my list, but yeah, I just decided up. not to. Yeah, keep it up. Take it off your list. <laughs> keep up. Keep up not watching. Yeah, it's Thank not you. getting watched. 
Jeff, you, you y'all know Chief. Y'all know we talked about this too, Chief. Where we was like, it's it's, it's a movie you want to like. You want to like this movie. You want to enjoy it because you like who's involved, right? And that's how I felt. It was like, all right, when is this gonna be funny? When is this gonna be enjoyable? When is this gonna be funny? I just hope that. Saying that to say this, I hope that that's not the case with these other Netflix movies. Because I'm gonna tell you, when I saw Red Notice, I was like, yeah, I'm not interested. Just not. I, I wasn't interested. Um, and that's got nothing to do with the fact that it's streaming. It's got nothing to do with the fact that it's not in theaters. It just when I looked at the little trailer and all that, I was like, yeah, nah, not grabbing me. Um, Let me put it I this way: Red with, Notice is but, exactly what you think. It's Dwayne Johnson being the Rock in any of his action movies. It's Ryan Reynolds being the snarky, sarcastic, quippy guy, and Gal Gadot just being Gal Gadot on the big screen. But she Isn't offers that... more personality than you've seen her from other roles. I mean, I, hey, let me okay. say, listen, Al Gadot has more personality in this movie than she did in Wonder Woman 84. I mean, I know that's a low bar, but... But I, I, I mean, look at it. Has more personality than in 1984. I could literally <laughs> set a rock outside my house and talk to it and enjoy it more. <laughs> All right, I'm done. <laughs> look, haven't y'all seen everybody? That's not just us. That's everybody. You've seen The Rock be The Rock in everything he's done. Everything. You've seen Ryan Reynolds be Ryan Reynolds in everything he's done. And Ryan Reynolds has gone on a streak of making the same movie. I mean, certain actors, of course, we said this before, can get away with that. Ryan Reynolds ain't one of them. I don't know. I kind of enjoy Ryan Reynolds' brand of humor. He's really sarcastic and pulls that off well. He's not trying to be too serious or too action duty. He's not trying to go for these dramatic Oscar deals. Like when I see him, I'm like, all right, he's going to make me laugh just because of his delivery of his lines. And if the lines suck, then he makes it better. But I don't feel like he makes the movie worse from his involvement as opposed to, say, a Jonah Hill. No. No, he doesn't make the movie worse. And I disagree about that with Jonah Hill. I, I don't think that I'm just he makes Jonah the Hill movie worse. Just from a okay. I don't think he makes it worse. I just don't think that there's anything new. Like, for example, like a Paul Rudd. I can watch Paul Rudd be everybody and everything. Okay. Are you really going to watch the one with him and Will Ferrell as a shri- uh, shrink? I'm not going out of my way. I'm not buying Apple Plus to, to, to watch it. But <laughs> if is? it's on... You know what I mean? If it's one of those, if it's on, I'll check it out. Um, Ryan Reynolds, he's made a lot of movies that I, I I might watch it if it's on, or I might just turn by and and, and watch something else. I he's not a big enough to me. He's not one of those. He's not one of those actors that I'm gonna at least check it out because I know he's in it. You know what I mean? I like I'll check it out because I know he's in it. Certain actors have that for you. You'll watch something. If Denzel's in it, you'll at least, even if it stinks, you'll at least turn it on and watch a few minutes of it before you decide, yeah, this stinks and move on, right? So Ryan ain't that deal, guy for me. I think the deal with Red Notice is, it's the movie that you expect it to be that has some twists, but it's the movie from the trailer. You know how it is. And I think yeah. because it's it's like cinematic comfort food with a summer blockbuster feel. Nothing is that surprising, but it's good enough. It's like pizza where it's like, yep, this will work. I need to watch a movie. This gets the job done. <laughs> and also Gal Gadot. It's Domino's, basically. 
You know, back in, the, back, back in the 90s, Domino's was, was hitting. But I don't know, when they decided to change their menu, that's when I stepped off. And Red Notice isn't something I step off on. I was like, all right, this is cool. I'd, oh. I'd watch a sequel. Yeah, like, Red Notice is a good buddy comedy against a competent bad guy. And okay. I think once you know that, it's it's like maybe it's not going to be on the level of, like, Last Boy Scout to you. But it'll be like I'll, I'll get, I, if you're like cooking, you can watch scenes of it and still have a laugh, and you know, okay, I'm not missing anything. Oh, this might be a scene I rewind, but I'm gonna enjoy it for the ninety plus minutes it's on, and I'll be fine. I'll, you know, if you have another sequel, I'll pick it up. I'll watch it. It's kind of like it's better probably than that. Charlize Theron, Old Guard, like Old Guard. I yeah, like the old guy. It was yeah. all right. But Jason, you just you did it. not give that a glowing endorsement. You basically said, so if you're doing anything else and that movie's in the background, you might chuckle. No, you because you I know you because you 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 can do ten thousand things at once. So it's like you'll enjoy your black. All right, maybe I'll sit down after I'm done and watch the movie. Okay. After the first okay. viewing and watch it, give it an actual chance. Yeah, I've actually watched okay. it twice because then Laws wanted to watch it and it was on and I wasn't like, oh gosh, I just saw this movie. And I see too, mo- too many movies to willingly want to sit down and watch another one so soon after I've watched it before unless I really love it. And I was mm-hmm. fine watching it a second time. I laughed at the joints I was supposed to laugh at. Okay. And I knew it was coming this time, of course, but it didn't take away any enjoyment. It was like, you know what? This movie okay. is one that you could watch whenever. Like, you know, it's Netflix, so it's not like it's going to be on TNT every yeah. Thanksgiving or just because it's Friday. But right. it was fine. I watched it again, no problem. And I would have no problem recommending it to anybody. But I think we are, we okay. just might have a problem with this next one. So, Nicolas Cage, he's going to be starring in Reinfeld. And Reinfeld, if you're not familiar with the character, is tied in deeply to the Dracula lore. He is an ally, a servant of Dracula. And in this movie, he's going to be played by Nicholas Holt, Beast from the X-Men, Days of Future Past, etc. First class. And they will, and he will be teaming with Aquafina. So I know Javon's all in now. And they're going to be trying to stop Dracula, who's played by one Nick Cage. This description of the movie is, it's a modern retelling <laughs> An adventure story, comedic in tone. How many? How fast can you get off of watching this movie? If I was watching this tomorrow, if it's on, <laughs> this sounds like a horrible movie. He's like got it queued up for his Netflix, like horrible movies. Nick Cage, sign me up. Nah, dude. Aquafina's, hey, look, James, has got him off. Of I'm a, I know. I'm gonna tell you this about that. Just because Nicolas Cage is in, involved, I will watch. I, I will watch it just to trash it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will watch that movie just to trash it. I'm interested because, I, hey, you put Nick Cage dressed up as Dracula, and you know he's going to want to overdo it, too. I have to see it. The devil you say, it. sir. <laughs> no he's chance. Gonna he's going to play Dracula. He's going to play Dracula so straight. He's going to play it so straight. He'll be like, is this Nicolas Cage? <laughs> <laughs> like I pictured Nicolas Cage's Dracula dressed up like Gary Oldman playing Dracula but coming out to in the Garden of Eden, right? With blood on his teeth constantly, like yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and like, you got something on your teeth. Where? Where? Where is it? <laughs> where do you see something on my teeth? Like being real Nicolas Cage with it. I would love to see this movie. I have to see it. Well, there you go. You, you called it correct, Jace. All right, Chief. I, how interested are you in watching this? And will it be as bloody as Mandy? Yeah, I watch, man. I mean, it, it's a Dracula movie. It's it's supposed to be serious, right? No, sir. It oh, it's a comedy. Comedic tone. Comedic tone. Ah, uh, then uh, that takes a little sting out of it for me. Does it take um, a little bite out of it? Come on, Chief. It was right there for you. I, yeah, no, nah, I didn't want to use it. I didn't want. Yeah. I, I knew that grabbed it, I pushed it away. Um, <laughs> yeah, that takes a little something from it for me. Um, I don't like horror comedies in a sense of uh, the, 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 the main uh, supernatural villains, werewolves, uh, demons, vampires. I don't really like comedies of those type things. Like, I want to when I go see a vampire movie, I want to go see a vampire movie. When I want to see a werewolf movie, I want to see a werewolf movie. When I want to see a werewolf comedy movie. Um, there can be comedy in it, as you know, scene wise, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to go and be like, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, what's that? My man who used to always do the uh, the Naked Gun joints. Let's he had a listen. yeah, he had like a vampire movie. I never yeah. saw it. But I didn't see it because of that reason. Um, I don't want to watch comedy horror or, you know, comedy. I don't know. It's something about it that just doesn't, it doesn't rub me right. I feel like I've wasted my time watching a movie about a guy who's supposed to be serious. You know, I, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, that kind of takes it. Now, if it was a serious movie, I would have went and been like, yeah, I need to see that. I need it. But as a comedy, you know, I wait for the review on uh, Lyle Movies Files. That's good stuff. Nice job. All right. Last news item for the night. Spider-Man No Way Home is dropping. People are paying thousands of dollars to get tickets because apparently they've sold through faster than Avengers Endgame. People really want to go out to see this movie. And we've seen the trailer. We've seen hints of... Dr. Octopus, we've seen him, we've seen Green Goblin, we've seen Electro, saw a big massive tease of Sandman, maybe another glider figure, and this looks like it's going to be pretty amazing. And Sony's head, Amy Pascal, was like, yeah, we're not done with this Marvel thing, this Marvel partnership, and we've got a whole new trilogy of Tom Holland Spider-Man films set in the MCU. How excited are you about that news, Jace? Uh, that's interesting news because I thought, I mean, again, I'm not all plugged in and all, but I thought that they kind of said they they filmed um, Far From Home kind of is like the end of the Tom Holland. No Way Home. I know it no sounds like, it, it seems like Far From Home should be this one. And I keep butchering yeah. them because Homecoming was only one. And then it was like Far From Home, but that's just because they were overseas. This No Way Home is, you're in a whole yeah. different universe, Peter. So, yeah, yeah, like, I, but like it's i thought i read that this was kind of the wrap up you know because most of the marvel movies have basically been you have a trilogy you go to avengers movie and then you're out unless you're thor i'm excited to hear it i i wonder if it's really going to be a whole nother spider-man or they're going to just be like tom Holland spider-man's going to be helping out morbius 
in uh, so no, many other... They, they said it's going to be a whole other trilogy. So this one is the home trilogy. So maybe the next one is Peter Parker goes to college. You know, it could be a whole wide open thing. But it's definitely going to be Tom Holland set in the MCU. I mean... And I, I don't I don't have any problem watching more of these Spider-Man movies. They've been competent, I mean, to say the least. So I'll, if you guys are, I mean, hey, I give Sony credit. They're not stupid enough to say, hey, you know, we need to we need to have another renegotiation on our money. It's like, no, nah, we kind of enjoy that money after we saw Venom wasn't as great as we thought. So, yeah, good call. Yeah. Chief, you excited about this news? Another Spider-Man Tom Holland trilogy coming? Uh, you know what? I am happy that they are, if they're going to make more Spider-Mans, they're going to use the same name as Spider-Man. <laughs> right. Um, you know what I mean? That's when he'll be the longest tenure Spider-Man. Right. They'll, I guess you know, he already the, is, though, because of the Avenger films. Well, oh, but yeah, that's true. But I'm saying, like, you know, I had, like, Andrew Garfield. You know, Toby, Toby kind of aged out, right? That's, you know, by the time they finished that, you know. I, I, you know, but Andrew Garfield was still in the mix, and then they switched to Tom Holland, which you know upset me at first. I was like, "Yo, what, what are we doing here? We got Tom. He's been rocking with quite a few movies here and there. He's good. He's a great Spider-Man. And then if they're going to continue it, they're saying, "Hey, Tom, you're a guy," and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I just don't want you know, uh, you know, Bob Sanders is now going to be the new Spider-Man, and then we've got to go through origin story, blah, 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 new Stacy, new Mary Jane, new aunt, uh, May, you know. Ow, the spider just bit me. Right. I Listen, I can't do all that again, bro. I just, I'm, you know what I mean? At this point in time, man, um, and, then, and then really they got to get him all they can get out of him because he's in a few years, he's going to age out. He's actually the perfect age to play Spider-Man because he's still young enough to be high school Peter Parker. And then they can go to college era Peter. And then they could introduce maybe a guy that he teams up with, his sort of best friend, uh, superhero best friend, Human Torch, who will be coming with the Fantastic Four. So that could work. Um, Lots of possibilities. Well, but you know, ten years from now, twenty years from now, you know they'll try to, you know, they'll try to do like a bad boys thing. You know what I mean? We watched bad boys with ninety five, ninety six, and then they started a new franchise in what twenty ten. You know, Martin and Will came back looking old as hell. That was you know? twenty ten, yo. <laughs> that was twenty twenty. <laughs> no, no, bad boys from bad boys one to bad boys two. That was two thousand three, right? That was definitely. Was it that young? I, I thought it was longer than that. I thought it was like a 10-year gap. It was a gap, but let me check. Case. What, from the Bad Boys to the, the the last one to the new one? No, Bad Boys 1 to Bad Boys 2. It was like an eight-year gap, nine-year gap, something like that. Yeah, the first one was 95, the second one was 2003, and then Bad Boys for Life was 2020. Yeah, that's what I mean. So I'm like, as long as you, you know, I don't want to see Tom Holland being used like that. No, he's you know, not. they like their money yeah. at Sony, and it's not a Superman movie. The compound, they know what to do. Don't get me started. Right, listen, please don't, don't get me started. Don't, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas, it is that magical time of the week. Who are your nominees for Dummies of the Week? Jace, who you got? Oh man, my Dummy of the Week is one Mister Dana White. 
uh, Dana White has been a person says, you know, COVID hasn't been a thing. You know, I'm going to have my monster island full of UFC fighters. And Al, after going to Thanksgiving dinner with the in-laws, hanging out, actually got COVID. How does that happen? Uh, you know, he, he didn't actually figure it out until he couldn't smell anything. So, but he's like, but don't worry, folks. He did talk to his good friend, Joe Rogan, and they're going to come up with a cure right now. So, right now, just waiting for it to happen. Mr. Dana Wright is my dummy of the week. Problem solved. Hopefully, he does not have the COVID toe like Aaron Rodgers. All right, my nominee in football as well, or out of football, is one Robert Griffin III, or RG3, who is pinning an explosive behind-the-scenes look at his tenure in Washington as a member of the former Washington Redskins. The book is titled Surviving Washington because he went through so much trauma as the star quarterback who was catered to by everyone, including the owner. And then everything went tumbling down. So you can pre-order Surviving Washington just in time for the holidays for all of your Christmas shopping needs. So there you go. Chief, who's your nominee? Um, I'm going to go sports too, man. I, you know, just off the top of my head, I didn't bring one in, but when you said dummy, you know, the nominees for- it's it's the Giants organization, man. Um, we fire. I, I see y'all laughing already. We fire the offensive coordinator, Jason Garrett, and then we bring in Freddie Kitchens, um, who uh, with the the new look offense scores thirteen points. Um, and y'all still won. Right, was sixty nine. Was six ninety nine still. Six ninety nine. So <laughs> then, on top of that, they have a guy named Nate Soldier on the offensive line. He is uh, used to be a left tackle, I think, back in New England, back when uh, you know, ten years ago or whatever. And this dude is just Olaying. And when I say Olaying, I mean Olay. And and I'm thinking, yo. There's no one on the team in this organization better than an Olay? You can't. There's no one who is that bad where they may only, they may get defeated, but it might be like uh, one second, one Mississippi, and then they're defeated rather than Olay. So, and I'm watching these games, man, and Nate Soldier is in this joint just... He's like, he's on skates. They're just pushing this man out the way. And we're paying him. I mean, you know, if, if you gave me Nate's salary, I would never work again for this year. You know what I mean? Um, it, it, Wait, I, you so know, you said I, for this year in December. Yeah, this this year. I mean, well, I'm just saying, you know, this, this, this football year. If you gave me a salary, I'd be good for life. You know, um. Next time you saw me on 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 uh, Lyle's podcast, you know, movie Lyle's podcast, I, you know, you see me, I, you know, I'd be drinking a great bottle of Grey Poupon here. Good evening, gentlemen. You know, so and I just can't figure out why these things are happening to this organization. Uh, they're finally talking about firing Gettleman. Um, it's just you know, 
It's the only sport I watch, man. And this is why it irritates me. It's the only sport I watch. And they just can't get right, man. No, it's, it's like, I don't know what the hell they're doing anymore. I don't know if they know what the hell they're doing they anymore. They definitely don't. Yeah. So uh yeah, so we got our thirteen points. We beat the we beat the, the mighty Philadelphia Eagles. And we will go against the Miami Dolphins next week and we'll see if we can score another ten to thirteen points. There you go. Let's so, aim for fourteen. Let's say you're aiming too high, buddy. <laughs> let's let's bring it down a little bit. Bring it down a notch. All right, we'll do yeah. it. All right, Jay King, who's your nominee? Uh, to continue what we started last week, it's me again. Um, falling into the uh, fast food doldrums, man. We got three girls. You kind of had to feed them. You feed them quick. So what do you do? You ask them what do they want, and they want pizza. So what do you do? You go to Pizza Hut and get a dresser full of pizza. That They got that thing again. You know what I'm talking about, Jay. You're laughing like hell. It's, 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 it's a nightstand of pizza. So it's you eat drawers just terrible pizza, man. Because you're not supposed to eat that kind of food after you turn 40. Stamp it. Don't do it. You're not 20. You're not 15. Remember the time you could eat a large pizza and go play full-court basketball? <laughs> no, you can't do that no more. You're 40. That's, that's, that's it. Done. So that's my dummy, me. All right. Well, I mean, there's, there's nothing else to say outside of cleanup on our one. Fellas, thank you as always for rolling with me. Thank you guys out there for listening and watching. This episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed.